Good morning, Africa and the world. Today is the 5th of June in the year 2022, and it is another day on our program, Sunday morning with Emmanuel Mensah. It is your divine right to know the truth, to set yourself free. Today, I'm going to speak to you on the topic, the biblical Red Sea and its crossing, its true meaning and relevance to you. I repeat, the biblical Red Sea and its crossing, its true meaning and relevance to you. Yeah, the, the story about the people of Israel crossing the Red Sea after they left the land of Egypt into the promised land is a prominent, it's a prominent story that is known by almost the entire world in our age now. Not only the, uh, those of us that found ourselves in uh, Christianity and even maybe the Jews, but it's a story that has traveled. Uh, one thing that uh, I've been saying all the time, and it is, the, it is the mathematical truth known to all enlightened people, that the Bible was written for the good of mankind, not on religious terms, but as a metaphysical and spiritual book to empower mankind, for us to be able to mold and shape our lives for the betterment or for a better living. So the book of Exodus recorded the story of the people of Israel as crossing the Red Sea and it gives vivid explanation about what happened. All the dramas is like uh, watching a movie and some of the movies sometimes when you are watching it's like oh this one is done, these people are done. Then all of a sudden certain powers comes into the one that you think is uh, is the end for him or her to overcome actually the one that appears to be winning and that was the case so today uh, I am going to speak to you and do this explanation to help every, you and everyone listening to me to understand and also begin to apply these principles in our lives what are we here for on this earth we are here for a better and a good life. And as I am speaking to you, most of my uh, listeners, majority of you are above 30 years. And if you are already above 30 years, you just have to analyze and ask yourself, what have I done? What, what am I doing now? Is this the life I want? Yet we hold the Bible, we go to church, we do all these things and uh, we are promised, the only thing we are promised is heaven that um, is here to be given to us, but on earth here, we are only going from one level of suffering to another. And it is because we lack understanding of the word of God, which is the Bible. It is a, it is a gift to mankind, and we are supposed to use it in its right way. Anyway, the Bible, whichever way you will read it, you will get your understanding but the deeper or the inner meaning is what I'm talking about. So the book of Exodus chapter 14 actually gives detailed explanation about the people of Israel and the crossing of the Red Sea. And just to backtrack a little bit into the story, 
uh, we are told in the book of uh, in the Bible that the people of Israel found themselves in the land of Egypt. By then, Egypt was the most civilized world in their days, and so Israel find itself in slavery in Egypt. So they were actually being oppressed, and their cries and their prayers reached God, and God decided to liberate them. So Moses appeared on the scene, and God commissioned Moses to lead the people of Israel out of this bondage. And I am not going to go into details about what happened, but the, 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 the fact is that the people of Israel were eventually released to go. And the statement was that they were so going to worship or serve their yeah, worship their God. So they set off. It was a kind of happiness that they were no more in bondage, but they were going to the promised land. So they traveled up to a point that the route which they took, it, uh, the route took them to the Red Sea. And at the Red Sea, there was no way for them to go forward. There were, they, there were no canoes, no sheep, nothing, no ships, nothing for them to cross the Red Sea. And then as they encamped there, lo and behold, God, according to the Bible, hardened the heart of Pharaoh and his people. And so they decided that they, they made a mistake for allowing the people of Israel to actually go. So they were going to follow them capture them and bring them back into the slavery, what they were running away from. And so at the Red Sea, according to the Bible, the people of Israel saw Pharaoh and his chariots and his people, full army, charging on the people of Israel. And when they look in front of them, it's the Red Sea, so it's like a complete trap. They are entrapped. So most of them were actually agitated, and they actually went to Moses confronted him, confronted him, and actually they said to a lot of things to Moses. And some of them even demanded as to whether there were no graveyards or whatever in Egypt that they were deceived to be brought only to be killed on the banks of the Red Sea in the desert. So it became a kind of a standoff. So Moses went to God, and God told Moses, gave him the instruction as what to do. So Moses gave them the instruction, and they followed it. And the prominent one was that Moses was asked to uh, lift his hand with a rod in his hand over the Red Sea. And when he did that, the Red Sea uh, divided into two parts with a dry land paving the way for the people of Israel to walk through the Red Sea to the other side. And also the other side of the story was that uh, the the Egyptians, Pharaoh and his people were chasing the Israelites. So God caused problems. God caused the, the, um, the wheels of their horses and whatever, their chariots to have problems and their speed was impeded until the people of Israel actually finally crossed uh, the Red Sea. And after that, the method by which Moses used to uh, to, to to divide the Red Sea into two parts for the people of Israel to pass through. God, he was instructed by God to use the same method and the Red Sea came together. And it means Pharaoh and his people got perished in the Red Sea. What a wonderful story and a beautiful liberation. 
your enemy who was actually coming to uh, capture you to take you into captivity got perished before your eyes yes so what does this mean to us we know this and as a matter of fact we are not jews we are not israelites africans or any other Af people in uh, in the world today even if we go to israel they will deport you because you are not a, you are not an israelite you are not a jew and so you don't belong so if we know this story and just know it what we get it from but as i have always been saying the bible is a book that speaks to individuals so when you are reading the bible you're supposed to read it for yourself you put yourself in the characters that you are reading about so if the person is vindictive how does it relate to you how do you find yourself in relation to that person if the person is kind wise full of wisdom does it actually applicable to you if you are falling short of that that means you have to work on yourself so the bible is directing to is speaking directly to us and so it is with the story with the people of israel this story is not about a group of people in relation to us but it is to each one of us so the people of israel is you and me or you and i all of us put together individually so we are told that uh, in the Bible, the meaning of Egypt is limitation. And in the land of limitation, there were people that were tormenting the people of Israel. In the same way, as we have, I'm speaking to you or you are listening to me, there is no man or woman in his life that has no one difficulty or challenges or limitation in his life. There are a lot of things that are on our hearts. Everyone has dreams. Everyone has aspirations. But if you ask anyone, the, the, the person or the people who first go and tell you all the things that are limiting them from pursuing their dreams. So in that situation or in that circumstance, you are just like the people of Israel who, who, whose hearts or, yeah, was, were daring for liberation, freedom, but looking at it from the outer on the human perspective, there, were, there was no chance. In the situation that they, were, they found themselves in, there was no chance that they could escape from Egypt, from the human perspective. But by the power of God, they actually left. And in the same way in your life, the dreams, your aspiration, what is on your heart that you wish you could accomplish in human pers uh, realities or in, from the perspective of human beings or mankind, it is practically impossible. You have no idea. You have nothing. You have no one to support you. So we see all these things are limitation, and it is equal to that of the people of Israel. And so the story is about you. Their liberation is about you. They were delivered from the land of Egypt. In the same way, until you become conscious, you become awakened to the truth that you were brought into the earth here with a soul, and that is God in you, and He has a purpose for you, for you to begin to work, or to, for you to begin to follow that purpose, that dream that is in your heart. Then you are still in the land of Egypt, bonding. But as soon as you become awakened to that, then you are liberated and you are being set forth onto the promised land, and therefore you have to go just as like the Israelites. 
So you are walking a parallel journey, or you are walking—I uh, mean, having a parallel journey with the people of Israel. So we are told that they they actually came to the Red Sea and it became a deadlock. What does it? What does that mean to you in your life? So as I was talking, as I was saying that we all have dreams, and in our lives, it is even well documented. Any man or woman that has ever lived and pursued his dreams, his or her heart desires to the fullest level that he achieved and became great, went through the same path as the people of Israel. At a point, there was a Red Sea, and the Red Sea represents the challenges, the difficulties, the things that you need to confront before you finally break through to the other side. It's like a wall. So you have to break through to the other side. And when you get to the Red Sea, when you are developing your ideas and you are working on your ideas, you get to a time that one big difficulty comes to block you. And when it blocks you, you can see from your eyes and your minds that the very thing that you were running away by pursuing this dream for you to be liberated from, those, those, those things are now coming back to you in multiples, in greater magnitude. And in that case, that is Pharaoh and his chariot charging on the people of Israel with fury, with an anger, that they have actually made a mistake. So they wanted their slaves back. And in that case, whatever you were going through comes to you in multitudes, in difficult, uh, level, at difficult levels. And that is when your Red Sea is. And you have to cross the Red Sea. And the determination is that you will cross the Red Sea and all these enemies, all these chariots, Pharaoh and his people coming after you, all these things that are pinning you to the ground will be buried in the very Red Sea or in the very problem. That is what the story is about. So you're supposed to work on your ideas regardless how difficult it is. And then Moses is your soul leading you. In that case, you are asked to run, stand, and listen to whatever Moses is telling you. Your soul is giving you the ideas that he's giving you. And so we are told that Moses was asked to lift up his hand with his rod in his hand over the Red Sea. And at the point that all things are becoming difficult, that act performed by Moses in your life is your act of faith. You activate the hand of God, that is the soul in you, to be lifted upon that problem. And then the problem is broken into pieces. Then you walk through it or you turn those problems into opportunities. And that is what the story means. So you see that the children of Israel or the people of Israel are your ideas, are your dreams. You have a central dreams, all ideas that come to support it and all your environment, your body and your environment, everything that has to do with you are the children of Israel that must be taken to the promised land. And the promised land, you have to walk this journey and cross the Red Sea. So in every man or woman's life, 
we have this journey to take. But the fact is that as soon as you take that journey, you begin that journey, there is a battle that you need to fight, the final one. The final one that will come to make you a public figure. The final one that has to make you a public figure. So you see that um, if you are someone who watches this uh, American Ghost Talent and Britain, uh, Britain's Ghost Talent and uh, X Factor and all those things. And I remember I was in, the, I was in Great Britain when this woman, Susan Boyle, actually did an audition. And that story, her experience actually mimicked what we are, we are discussing today. This woman walked into the auditorium and everyone started laughing. Even the way she drives and the way she was talking. But as soon as she weathered the storm and opened her mouth to sing, the whole world turned around to sing her praises. And it is the same way. You may be, you, whatever you are doing in life, as your dream that you are following, everyone appears to be going against you. Everything appears to go, be going against you. Even all the things that you have done for the years and months, all your efforts, something comes that it's like it's come to wipe everything off. And you, you begin to get these thoughts in your mind. Why didn't you even stay where you used to be? It would have been better off you, do, you stay in there. In that case, it's similar to the people of Israel going to Moses. Telling Moses that, why didn't we stay in Egypt? After all, there were graves. If we died, I would, would have been buried rather than me being I'd be killed here and left unattended. You see, I know unattended too. You see, so that is what it means. When it becomes difficult, at that point of difficulty, when you, it, it, it is a choice whether to give in or to hold on, these thoughts will begin to bombard your mind. And that is when you need to lift your hand. You need to lift your faith. When we say Moses lifted his faith, his hand, with a rod in his hand, that is you lifting your faith. And as soon as you pour faith into your divinity and your God, then he lifts his hand and then the road is divided for you to pass on. But as soon as you cross, all these perceived difficulties, all these challenges, all these excruciating things that you are going through are buried in the very difficulty. Or in that is the Red Sea. And then you become free. You become a new person. And that is how it happened to the people of Israel. And so it happens to you as a person right now. There is something that God has placed in your heart. There is something that God has put in your hand, the purpose of which you are here, but that purpose will not be achieved, not be realized on earth here until you take the similar journey to that of the people of Israel. Where you are now, it appears that you are in bondage. You don't like your work. You don't like the place you live. You don't like everything that surrounds you. But the fact is that if you don't liberate yourself, if you don't become awakened to this what is on your heart and take a bold step and leave that i am going to save my god that is i'm going to do what my heart desire what my the soul in me desires therefore in any difficulties i am going to serve him and set up that journey just as the people of israel did you will not you will not realize that dream and you will you will leave this earth with your dreams untouched 
And that is mission accomplished. And you'll be given the right to come back or the chance to come back here to better it. That is the truth of life. So the, the, the Red Sea crossing is in our lives, in our individual lives. What, what, what is your dream? If you speak to most people, they will tell you, I have these ideas, but I don't have the capital. Such people, they are people like, they are just like the people of Israel who desired a kind of freedom, liberation, but they thought it was impossible. Such people, you ask people, he will tell you for me, I know, this is what I want to do, but I don't know anyone. No, you have to begin to work towards it at any level and you must be prepared to take on any difficulty, any challenge along the way. Don't forget, when the people of Israel set off, they didn't actually have any specific route. They were just following Moses. And even the route that they were given, and God knew the plan, the route, that route, according to the Bible, was even one of the longest routes. They could have taken the shortest route, but they were taken to the route that they have to go through for 40 years. 40 years by then, they have had a new consciousness, new children, new men and women have been brought, uh, actually brought up to take over from the old men and women who had the old slave mentality. And in the same way, your dreams will not be achieved one day, but you will be taken through a long journey. Some of them will have kind of crisscrossing. At times, it's like you will bring him back to where you started. And then you start again, you go over. All these things were to prepare you, to give you a new mindset, and to give you, to build you for the success, for the greatness that is awaited for you ahead. That is the truth. So you have a dream. And that, the dream will only be achieved not by the, the one that you are praying that will come and give you money. The only way you have to pray for the money is to begin developing the ideas. Because no man is ready to invest his money in ideas that are still in human beings' mind, but not on paper, nothing to show. And that is your journey. But as you do this, hunger, poverty, and all these things will come upon you. Humiliations. And that is Pharaoh and his people coming down upon you. But there is a God in you. Who is instructing you to lift up your faith? And as soon as you lift up the faith, the rod and the hand of Moses will be lifted and that limitation will be broken into pieces for you to walk through. And don't forget, the beauty of the whole story is that the very people that were chasing them perished in the, in the Red Sea. But they walked over it. They walked through it on a ground, a dry ground. So God knows what you are here for. The one that has brought you here knows why you are here for. And everything has been provided for you. But you must be ready to go through the training and all the things that needed to develop you for you to be able to take up your new identity. That is the truth of life. So long as you are just sitting down procrastinating, only doing this kind of prayer into the air, without you taking action, nothing will happen in your life. Nothing will happen in your life. And let us not forget that the people of Israel, they set off and they obeyed the instructions of Moses to the latter. In the same way, 
you are supposed to do go on this journey by obeying the instruction from your inner, inner being but not from outsiders you are the only person that knows what your dream is you are the only person that feels how it is therefore if you come to ask any other person outside you that person will give you what he thinks or she thinks but know what you are getting from you and for and for that matter at that point the only thing that you need is to depend on your spiritual eyes and minds one of them is intuition you, you, you depend on what you fear within you. You feel strongly. Knowing that it is the voice or the still small voice, knowing that it is the voice of God speaking to you to move forward. And don't forget, the Bible says that God told the people of Israel that they should move forward towards the Red Sea. And so at that difficult time, in that moment, the only thing you have to do is to move forward towards the problem in faith. And as you lift up your faith, Everything comes into pieces. The Red Sea that will be parted into two for you to walk on dry land. That is the truth of life. This story is not about we going. I mean, people spending their time. It is good to know places. If you just, I mean, go on tour as a Christian or whatever, you go on tour to Israel. You go to these places and go and see the Red Sea and come back home and only to live a poor life. Sometimes people take even credit cards and other things to go and go to these places. If you take a credit card, that is not riches. You are poor. That is a fact. You are even poorer than someone who has, not, who has nothing because credit card is a debt. But you have something in you. God has placed a goal, a dream in you. And if you begin to walk towards this and develop it in faith and determination, with all the difficulties and challenges that you go through, your, your, your Red Sea will be parted into two for you to walk on dry land. And when you go to that end, then people will begin to seek to your glory. You know, when the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea, they raised their tambourines and they sang to the glory of God. The very people that were asking Moses, whether, why should he even brought them to that point, they themselves turned up and now it became jubilation. So your life is determined and controlled by a power greater than anything in this world. The only thing you need in life is belief, is faith. Belief. You are, in, you are on a battle. And in the battle, the beginning of the end of the battle is the most intensive stage. The, when a battle gets to the intensive stage, then the battle is ending. In the same way, a woman that is pregnant has to experience the most excruciating pain only when the baby is coming out of the, out of the woman. And without this pain, the baby doesn't come out. In the same way in your life, whenever you are pursuing your dreams, the difficult stage, the challenging and excruciating, humiliating stages are indications that you are almost in the promised land. All you need to do is to lift your face, your faith, and allow Moses in you, that is the soul in you, your work, it work things out to break the sea into, into two parts and the dry ground, dry land comes, then you walk over it and you say, wow, then people will begin to ask, you've got a new identity, a new name, is this not this guy? Wow, what, what happened? 
Yeah, I know. That, they will begin to confess. Actually, when he started this thing, we laughed at him. We didn't even take him serious. Now today, look at where he is. That means the person has crossed. At that time point, you have crossed the Red Sea. You are no more in limitation. Those who will be, be talking about you in that way are still in limitation. They are in the land of Egypt. That is the truth. You will know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. So my brother, my sister, you, are, you have a role. You have a part to play in the human advancement, in the evolution and the development of human mankind. But you will only, your, your, your role will only be realized, will only be a, a, a reality, only when you take a leap of faith. Yes. When people talk about their ideas and you tell them that you have to do this, they tell you, no, how, how am I going to live? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Yes. So long as you are sitting down doing this analysis, the fact is that, or, or the good news, or the news I have for you is that you will never re I mean, reach your goals. You will never realize your dreams because you are so accustomed to the slave mentality. You are so accustomed to limitation, limitation. Limitation has to be confronted for it to be broken. That is the truth. So the, the, the crossing of the Red Sea is in your life. It's in your daily life every day. What are your dreams? What are your aspirations? What are you dreaming of? Yeah, you need to get up and, and, and walk in the spirit of faith towards what you want to achieve. And be ready to face anything that comes on. And when you face it and overcome it, that is when you become an overcomer. And you'll be crowned by the universe. And you'll be given the reward. That is the truth. The promised land will be given to you. The promised land will be open. That is what any man or woman that has been successful knew. And this is the time, my fellow Africans, young men and women, stop, stop this kind of um, negative mental attitudes that we, we, we have been fed with. Begin to take up the truth. Begin to take up the true way of life. And that is you rising up and declaring to yourself that you are made in the image and the likenesses of God. God has equipped you and empowered you with all that you need. Therefore, you are moving in the direction of your dreams and your goals as a liberated person. And then face the final battle the challenges anything that becomes an obstacle in your way face it and use that obstacle to defeat all the limitations that are haunting you that is when you become a completely liberated person so that is at the individual levels and all of us put together we become africa and if we do this that means africa has already been liberated but at the national level we are divided into nations African nations, in the same way, it is imperative. There is no other choice, there is no other way for us to embark on this Red Sea crossing journey. We have to seek liberation. All African countries are in the land of Egypt, in bondage. We are we have been limited from every angle. Therefore, we need liberation. And the liberation is the idea. We have the ideas. We have the dreams. And all of us put together, 
we need to develop our, our national dreams and then we rise up as children of God with determination and faith and then work towards it. Let us not forget the people of Israel had to forgo about whatever status and I believe most of them were even uh, leaders within their communities. However, they were being oppressed. The, the, the Egyptians were also depending on some of them to, to manage these people. And in every situation, yeah. So they left all this because they saw that it is not a real freedom. They left all this. At least even when they were slaves, they, were being, they had some, a place to live. They had a place, yeah, they called this is my yeah, my now to be liberated and put in the wilderness for 40 years. It doesn't make sense. But that is how you become. That is how the nation was, was created. In the same way, African nations, what we consider now as independence and as freedom is a complete li uh, uh, limitation. We cannot do anything. We cannot do anything on our own. And this is the time that we have to begin our own Red Sea crossing. And that is begin to develop, beginning to develop our own ideas. When we begin to develop our own ideas, live on our own as independent states, that we do not depend on any other one, but we are ready to endure, to walk in a certain path, that our temporary enjoyment will be sacrificed for the future, then that we have set up, we have actually left the, uh, the land of Egypt, and we are going into the promised land. But when we take this journey, our, our Red Sea is on the way. Our Red Sea is on the way. The presidents will no more have money to have, live on this ostentatious goods. Uh, every citizen will feel the pinch of it. But we have to have the ability to go through. And that is when we will dig in and stand together. Let us put our minds together. Let us work together. Then that is our journey. That is our journey on the way to cross the Red Sea. And when we do this, eventually, when we do this in faith and determination, collectively, without murmuring, without that, with a true leader, collectively, one by one, African nations, we will cross our Red Sea. And then we'll become a new nation. We'll become a new nations. We will no longer be called third world nations. We will no longer be called um, underdeveloped nations, but we'll be called First Nations, developed nations, because we have crossed our Red Sea and we've put ourselves into complete freedom. We will no longer be going for loans with so much strings and other things. We're not going to be going for this kind of loans and packages and whatever with all kinds of uh, interest and whatever. We are in bondage. Africans, we are in bondage. We are actually in bondage, which is even more serious. Just, just as the, the one in the, the people of Israel, whatever thing that an African or African nation would do is kind of a, a, a form of limitation. You go for loan and they will tell you what you're supposed to use the loan for. They give you aid. They will tell you what you're supposed to use. You have no right to make a decision based on your own. No, that is not kind of freedom. We are limited. And the only way we will get ourselves out of this limitation is to begin to walk our own path. There are a lot of ideas, there are a lot of things on the African continent that we can develop.
take it from one by one, step by step. Reassess our life. Take all this kind of lies that we have for other things out and begin to develop our own lives, our own things, our own ideas. And then as they grow, as they grow, we'll grow into becoming bigger. But there is the Red Sea. The Red Sea is the difficulties that we have to endure. We have to endure. It will come to a point that we will, some will ask, our, we will ask ourselves, did we actually take the right decision? Yes, we've taken the right decision. But we have to walk in that path. So, the Red Sea crossing is relevant in our individual lives. At the same time, in the lives of nations, societies, every nation in Europe did exactly as I'm telling you. They go to a point that they have to get up and determine their own life. So whatever idea that Britain will get, this idea quickly spread into other parts of the other parts of Europe. Whatever the French will get, it goes. And so you said they develop with one another. They develop. So whatever you have in this country, you have in the other one. It was kind of a journey that they embarked on. They went through difficulties and challenges. But as Moses and the people of Israel, they raised their faith. And the faith ignited all the opportunities for them. And that is what we are seeing. So Africa, we are going on a path that is not what we are here for. Africans, we are, we are on a path that we are not, that is not what we are here for. We are here to use our minds, to utilize our minds, to create our own realities, what we want to show, what we want to give to the world, that this is the African version. This is what the African has made. It is, we, we, we can only do this only when we embark on our, our journey to cross the Red Sea. The Red Sea is in everyone's life, individually. And it's in every African, it's in every nation's land. Everything that has been developed in this world was as a response to a particular problem. But when they started, they tried it and failed and failed and failed and failed. But they stood, they stood, and eventually they got their results. In the same way, we have to begin from our own style, our own. We have to begin to address our problem, a problem that are peculiar to us. And when we get solutions to these uh, problems, these problems, uh, these uh, problems and solutions doesn't exist anywhere in the world. And that is when people also come and say, yo, this is the African way of doing it. Therefore, let's take it and adapt to it. That is how we will become recognized. That is how we can actually work as, an, as a group of people that are actually taking part in human advancement. The truth is that until we embark on this journey, until we come to a point where we are now, it's a mess. It's a kind of a limitation. And we need minds. We need people who are bold, leaders who are bold, to create, to come up with different revolutionary ideas. Ideas that the ordinary man will begin to ask. So what are you saying? And it's like, yeah, this is what we're doing. We empower them. We are no more going to promise our people that we are going to do things for them. But we are going to tell them that I am promising you or we are promising you 
problems and difficulties and we are all going to use our minds to solve them and as soon as we solve them we become developed people and that is the right sea that we have to cross that is the right sea that we have to cross but once we do this the challenges the difficulties that we have we, we don't want to come upon us will come onto us even greater than it used to be but with faith and determination they will perish under the same problem they will perish under the same problem. And that is why we say we are developed. We are developed. It is a bit delusional for you to think that you go and ask for funds from a developed nation for you to come and develop to the level that you would develop more than them. Does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. My brother, my sister, the only thing that makes sense is we starting up from the ground and begin to build up. We begin to build up. We can only ask for cooperation with other people. They develop with cooperation and sharing of ideas. And then developing ourselves to a level that we also we are also at their level. But the Red Sea episode is in our line. It's in our, it's in our lives. So we cannot escape it. God has blessed Africa. God has given us everything. God has given every us everything that a human being needs to be successful. The only thing that we haven't bring into our equation is the idea that we are here for a particular purpose individually. And when we begin to work on our purposes individually, collectively, our purpose will, will aggregate to become the purpose of the nation. Another nation, another nation that become the purpose of Africa. And that is when Africa has developed by the African mind. And Africa is soaring just like any other continent. Other than that, whatever help, whatever uh, uh, money or whatever we go for to come and do things, it will not hold because we haven't completed the circuit path. You have to go through a certain process to, come to, to get to the level, the promised land. We haven't, con we haven't completed the process. We don't even want to go forward, let alone even approaching the Red Sea. The African man is so accustomed to what we are getting from the outside. Now, this is the time for us to break that cycle. And that the breaking of the cycle is the need for the pressing of a reset button. All that we are doing, we'll review it and begin with a new mindset, a new perspective. And the new mindset, the new perspective is that we are creators. We are powerful just like any other one. Therefore, we are going to create our own realities, develop our own thing, and show it to the world that this is a world-class thing made in Africa, made by an African. So collectively, individually, we are going to walk this path. We need, it is a must for us to walk and then do the Red Sea crossing. And then collectively, as nations and as a continent, we do the rest of crossing, and we do that. Africa will rise to become a developed and an advancing continent, but not an underdeveloped and a third world continent. This is my message for you. And so, as I bring the message to an end, my call to you, my fellow African, is that the Red, the red Sea crossing is in your life and is in my life. But the fact is that you need to gather courage 
and be ready to face and endure and go through all the difficulties that will come on the way. And as you go through them and you break through all of them, the very problem will become a springboard upon which you spring into the, the promised land. Just as the Israelites walk on the dry land into their promised land. Now, may the overshadowing presence of God that keep the stars from falling on us and keep the planets in their paths without clashing with one another. Keep you and lead you and direct you. Give you an open mind and a receptive heart to accept this message and begin to work on yourself. Together, we're going to make Africa great. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kujo Mensa. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. And at Eagle Mentality Group, we dedicate our time, our resources, and everything for the propagation and the teaching of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles that all men and, all men and women used to develop their lives. The dream is to raise a new crop of Africans that believe, that thinks, believe and do things in a different way with a new mindset such that we will create an advanced Africa, a developed Africa, an Africa that all men and women comes to live amongst us and all having life and enjoying our own creations to the glory of God and demonstrating the diversity which is the glory and the beauty of God. Thank you once again and God bless you.